And welcome to another episode of Even More Mashed Up, the podcast featuring two professors talking about all things pop culture. I'm Patrick. And I'm Alan. It's actually the pop culture podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got things. it. Is, it You're is. really not on your game is that, today. That seems weird because then the, we're saying pop culture like right on top of each other twice. I know. Other it's twice. to emphasize it. It's a point of emphasis. It's rhetorical. See, yeah. See, I thought it's I was supposed to say pop. Strategy. I thought I was supposed to say pop culture, but then you it felt willed because I knew it was coming. Yeah, no. Like I, I like to double up on the pop culture. Okay, so let's try that again. We double up on the. Pop Welcome culture. to another episode of Even More Mashed Up, the pop culture podcast featuring two professors talking about all things pop culture. I'm Patrick. And I'm Alan. That's all really good, but very loud. Sorry. That did, but Zach, I, please the, keep both of them, because the, the first one is... The, the yeah, I'm... Has really sent us down a rabbit hole. Yes, it has. You know, it's not a good place to be in a rabbit hole, huh? Yeah, unless you're a rabbit. It's pretty awesome really? if you're a rabbit. So, are you, so but here's the thing. Rabbits, mm-hmm. generally seen as adorable. Yes. Rabbit holes, mm-hmm. people don't care for. Well, Do it you, depends. So you don't like a rabbit hole? I mean... Are you a rabbit hole guy? I'm not sure what that means. A big fan of rabbit holes. I mean, again, keep in like, mind that when you're going down a rabbit hole, you, what do you you're think, either what do you, going into a pile of dirt yeah. or, you know, Alice in Wonderland. So when you see a rabbit hole, what do you think? I don't know that I've ever seen a rabbit hole. Really? Except in, like, Alice in Wonderland. Didn't you grow up in Oregon? Yeah. Were there no rabbits? Keep in mind that I lived in, like, an 80,000-person suburb. Oh, that's right. I forgot that you lived... We talked about this last week. Yeah. You lived, like, the, the elitist... Left well, that's Coast how one of us style. talked about it last yes. week. That's not how we talked about it last week. Right. I'm sorry. I forget that that's, my dad was the director of the that's, IRS. That's one oh, of Oh, wait. Our, that was your dad. He was not the director of the IRS. He was branch chief or division <laughs> chief in charge of collection. Right. So you're pretty plugged in, in other words, with the, the deep state. No. no. <laughs> oh, the, if you've missed the news, the IRS is part of the deep state. Oh, yeah, I guess so. They hired all those new agents. It's a deep statey kind of thing. I guess. Okay. You in the deep state. I am part of the deep state. So anyway, the rabbit hole for this week is Dungeons & Dragons. Honor Among Thieves. Honor Among Thieves. Which it should be amongst, but you know, whatever. I feel like it'd just be more more Dungeons & Dragon-y if it was amongst, Mm -hmm. you know? We'd give the right right kind of vibe. So before we start about on the movie, Uh do you feel like a hero because you watch the movie? (laughs) (laughs) Can I say it is the most condescending... Yeah. An irritating thing. Before the movie comes on, mm-hmm. the stars are sitting up there like a, like a row of chairs, mm-hmm. and they, they're like, you're a hero because you came out to see it in a theater. Yeah, and unless, I'm like, unless you're Justice Smith, who literally says nothing during the entire thing, dude, and just sits there on a stool while everyone else has multiple lines. Do you, like, appreci- like, do you appreciate that? No. Does it make so, you... The do, only, do you feel thanked or, no. or appreciated? No. Okay. It's a because see that's clearly not directed at the people in the theater. It's shaming the people not at the theater, but, the but they're the not there to see it. I know it. that's like, why again it, that's. It just, but also, did you have the weird like dragon behind the screen thing? Yeah, at it was the very weird. Yeah, yeah, it took me a while to figure. I'm like, what is that dragon yeah. supposed to be? That doesn't yeah. work unless this is a 3D movie, and it I'm was, not watching a 3D movie. No, also, was, that dragon never. It's not the dragon that appears in the film. Yeah, it, it's it was weird. It, the whole the whole opening I thought was a real downer. Yeah. As did Hugh Grant, by the way, who looked so incredibly insulted and disinterested well, in actually saying thank you to a person, which did you, did strikes you, me as kind of Hugh Grant. Did you, did you see him at the Oscars? I did not. Oh, my. So he's being interviewed on the red carpet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. And he's, he, he could not be more unengaged with, I forget the, the name of the woman who was interviewing him. Yeah. But he made a comment about it being Vanity Fair in a reference to, like, the novel and, like, being all, like, glitz right. and glam. And she's like, yeah. oh, yeah, Vanity Fair, the party that we all go to. And he literally just stares at her with, like, 
death because yeah. she thought he meant the Vanity Fair party after the Oscars. I, I felt bad for her because I'm like, yeah, Hugh, you're, that, you're being kind of a jerk. It this sounds entire... like pretty, pretty high-level jerk behavior. Yeah. yeah Which, so... to be fair, Hugh Grant kind of has a reputation for, as I understand I think it. one of the ways that his character works in a movie, we can talk about this later, yeah. is it kind of feels a little typecast. Yeah. You're kind of like, oh, yeah. Like, he feels well, authentically... Typecast or he's not really acting all that much. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah you know, like, that he's, he's kind of been given that part where it's like, you know, Hugh, would you mind just kind of being you playing yourself? Yeah. Which is too bad because a character named Forge obviously brings back happy memories for me. X-Men. Oh, from the X-Men. Okay. Yeah. You were a big Forge fan? Who doesn't love Forge? He's a mutant inventor. Most people don't like Forge. Really? He's, he's not He's not really one of your core X-Men. No, it's true. People keep trying to make Forge happen. Right. No, that is true. See what I did there? Yeah, no, I, I do. I it's do. on a couple levels. So anyway, you didn't care for the the opening as much as I did not care for the opening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that, well, yeah, that, that, that whole thing was, was so awkward. So now I didn't, I've, I've not had time, but I've not seen anything on your social media. Did you see it a second time? No. You didn't. No, see, we ran into a bit of a snafu yesterday. Because yes. my original plan was to go see like a three o'clock showing, something like that. Yeah. And then um, I had made plans with Amanda to go to brunch at North Slope at 1030. Right. And we were there for a good bunch of time talking whatnot. And then yeah. I look at my watch and it's 3.30. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I still have to go see so a So you just, you barely movie. squeezed this one I in. did barely. Yeah. I literally put my notes together last night between 8.30 and 9.30. Which is late for you. Yeah. Like we saw the 3.30 yesterday. And yeah, I you guys like, left I was, as I was, as my movie was beginning. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm sure so yeah, it was tight. The good news is it's fresh in our minds. It, oh, it's very fresh. Fresh. Speaking of fresh. Yes. I've got some numbers. Fresh cut grass? No. Oh. No. So. Yes. As of last night. Last night. On Rotten Tomatoes. I yep. thought this would be a nice way to get into the film. Okay. Uh, it's currently at 90% with critics, 93 with audiences. I would have guessed 94 and 94, so I would have been So close. I thought, well, you know, I would like to make some comparisons. What oh, other films have a 90% critic score that this film is obviously being said is, is you know, of the same quality? Uh, Black Widow. No. Uh, I did start with MCU, though, so... Ant-Man? No. Black Panther? No. Not the Wakanda? No, it's high. that's higher. I went, like, what literally has 90. There's, oh, 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 There's two okay. MCU movies that have 90. Better than 90. Um, no, just 90. Boy, that seems like a long list of guessing, right, Zach? I mean... Yeah. Like, so, 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 I'm yeah. not gonna make a guess. So... Thank God. So... Yes. Captain America Civil War. 90% with audiences... Or, sorry, with critics. Okay. 89 with audiences, so lower than the Dungeons and Dragons movie. So it's about about, about the same. Let's let's say like there's a there's enough margin for error to say they're the same. Okay. Yeah. Captain America: Winter Soldier, 90 percent with critics, 92 huh. with audiences. Yes. So about. But do you feel, particularly thinking of Captain America: Winter Soldier, do you feel that this is a movie on par? With Captain no, America. they're they're not the same film. Those okay. two Captain America movies, especially Winter Soldier, are better. But I have a lot of fondness for this movie in a way that I don't for more recent MCU stuff. And I think I have legitimate reasons for it. I don't see how you could have legitimate reasons for that. So you really hate it? Um, remember when you said that we were going to do like good and bad? Yeah. Um, my thought. I do have a good. I only have one bad. I have one good. I have one bad. My one good is yeah. that I went to a regular non-XD showing, so I paid wow. no money for this movie. So you went the, the Alan Austin argument of, like, I don't want to spend money on something I don't care for. Yeah, I just want—and—well, and, and also the timing. The—the—the—I— 
the XD one was at 420. There was no way I was going to make that. And the next one was at 7. I was, I was like, standing outside the XD theater, and I don't, why, I don't know why anybody would go to anything in XD. Yeah, well, I bought my XD ticket for Guardians today because the Guardians tickets went on sale. It's just too much. I don't so. think I can handle it emotionally or psychologically. XD's not that big a deal. It was so it's loud. Just a, it's... It was so loud. Yeah, okay. But really crisp. So, But yeah, no, I, I have to say... I the more I, I thought about it, like I yeah. started off with my notes saying that it's a pretty generic by numbers fantasy adventure film. I would say it's a it's a, a fairly standard film. And my thoughts went downhill from there. I the started, more I thought about it, the more see, I'm like, this is not a good movie. Common ground at all. Common ground. Mm-hmm. We both started at the idea that it was a pretty general yeah. kind of like action adventure. Yes. I do not think this movie was great in any way. Yeah. But it was substantially more interesting to me and yeah. more entertaining than Shazam. Yeah. And then Ant-Man Quantumania. Yeah, for me. If I yeah. had to watch any of them again, and I'm not volunteering to do so, I yeah. want to be clear about that, mm-hmm. I would pick this film really? easily. Oh, yeah. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. I think I've got good reasons for it. Okay. Um, I think I know why you hate it so much. Why? I think that you have D&D PTSD. No. I'm pretty sure you do. No, no. I and I'm sure there were a couple of scenes in this movie that really made you mad. Such as? That really kind of rankled you. Mm. So you don't think... Any of it served to rankle you? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Well, there were that, moments I I thought of based on. I mean, there was the one that, moment that where, um, yeah. oh yeah, Simon the Sorcerer takes the one foot on the bridge and destroys the bridge. Yeah. And it kind of reminded me of the time in the first D and D game where I like climbed up the mountain and sent all the monsters after us. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's me. Well, yeah, that's just bad playing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, there are a couple of moments that I thought, so I don't know if you know it or not, Zach, but we tried to do a and d mm. on the podcast. It, it will not. never, it will never be heard again. The like they are, they, they are, are hidden. hidden and forever gone for a whole series of reasons that are very valid. They're bad. The game was fun. It was terrible podcasting. The game was not fun because somebody. The game was fun for everybody except for one person who was like, I'm going to be super serious about this. Yes. The other thing that I thought of during the film. You got to have a little fun in d It's a chance mm-hmm. to like, cut yes. loose. See, that's the part of you that's like 15% uh, Chris Pine's pair character. And the I other eight, Chris Pine's the character. The other 85% of you yeah. is uh, Forge, who decides to do what he wants to do and doesn't really care about the others Not true him. at all. Not uh-huh. true at all. I was a, a leader among. No, I was a leader not. of men. Really? How were you leading when you knocked over all of the bookcases in the library we were supposed to be searching? <laughs> that was that was not my best moment. Mm-hmm. But what would actually, you do? what's Zach, actually, Zach, Alan, you're in what's, a library. What's sad? Yeah. That is your best moment. Yeah, you're in a library. You've got all these stacks. People have like, abandoned you. They all want to go do the serious work, and nobody will take you with them. So I'm like, I just wonder if I could push over a bookshelf. And I did, and knocked over the next one and the next one, and then all of a sudden the entire library. We were supposed to be in the library for like five minutes, and we ended up like spending, I don't know, four hours. It was bad. Yeah. So, But there is the, the scene where Pine's character is in a library surrounded by books and shelves, and I thought that would give you PTSD. Oh, no, I didn't pick one. up on that. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then... I mean, he didn't knock over the shelves, so it didn't really give me PTSD. Well, but it was just enough to see the shelves. I think no. probably unconsciously. It's interesting that you are claiming I'm the one that had PTSD, and yet you're the one that actually made that connection. Oh no, I'm totally celebrating it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm doing it as a celebration. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they're doing this homage. Is, this to is us. Clear, yeah, clearly. Secondly, you're telling yourself you're celebrating it. Secondly, but inside, secondly, you're churning visibly. The, the key role of the potato. Why would that upset me? Well, at one point in the adventure, Danny mm-hmm. and I uh-huh. ended up at a fast food is this restaurant. Is the French fry thing? With the French fries. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So clearly, in both ways, 
you hear that? Oh, Jesus, sec. That's PTSD, right? That <laughs> no, is okay. That, that is the moment that reveals okay. the PTSD. I need to clarify. Yeah, the oh Jesus was in the machinations you had to get to make that connection between the potato and the French fries. Was not so you you think a potato and a French fry are far removed from each other? I think a potato and a French fry to what you did at the French fry shop. Well, yeah, that's another is, step. Is another in the link. Yeah, exactly. There yes. are there are a number of steps that I'd like to point out. You are the only person on earth that made. That's not true. Danny did it as well. And how do you know Danny did that? The rest the restaurant ended up burning. Did Danny down, went but, to Dungeons know. and Dragons and thought, hey, that potato? I, if Danny me saw of... it, he would one hundred percent be potato fry frying oil explosion. So. Yeah, it's an, it's an easy chain yeah. to put together. No, um, I have one more complaint. Like this is my D and D PTSD. Oh, okay. covered yours. I think I was playing a tiefling, but I couldn't change into any shape I wanted to be. I feel like I got robbed. Were you a tiefling? I was. Okay. Yeah. Well, she's a tiefling druid. Maybe yeah, the shape-changing thing druid, is more of being druid a druid. Druid is no. the shape-shifting. It's oh, not. Right. Well, okay. Then I have no PTSD from the film, which I found to be a romp. A perfectly fine yeah, romp I, of a film. I, I wanted it No, to you be. didn't. No. Oh, no, I did. No, it's not a superhero. I, it has nothing to do. I like other things besides superheroes. Just dump it down the rabbit hole. No, I just, I did not. Shove it up the hole. I just, you know, part of it as I yeah. found the first third of the film. Well, third might not be right. The first chunk of the film. I that swear was... to God, if you're going to complain about origin stories. No. Okay. No, I'm going to complain about Michelle Rodriguez, who I just do not find as a very compelling actress. I thought she was perfectly, perfectly fine. fine. Yeah. No. This was a movie of Perfectly Fine no, that added up to more than some of its parts. She literally has, I just, she, you know, her character in Lost, yeah. taciturn badass. Her character in the Fast Five series, taciturn badass. So Hollywood, her character in this series, taciturn badass. So, she plays the same thing. And so, so literally, Hollywood has a problem with typecasting. I don't, she just has. I thought she played like, taciturn badass pretty well. But that's all she ever plays. Like, she's so one well, note. Why does it make this movie bad? I don't like really anything that she does because she's, she's so you very hate you hate her. I don't hate say. her. I just it she's seems not, like you really kind of her style of acting does not appeal to me. And I mean, for me, so, the entire time when it's just her and Chris Pine, yeah, it's like Chris Pine just having to work his butt off to have in. There was no chemistry between them. I did not feel at that all. at all. And I, I think it's just you hate Rodriguez. I'm not a big fan of hers. Yeah. I guess we're not going to have her on the show. I was hoping that this would be I better, but I thought she was good in this like, movie. No. I'd be happy to talk with her about it. Yeah, I just, I, I don't, I, I just not. I don't think you hoped it was going to be better. You obviously came in with an anti-Rodriguez agenda. No, I wanted, I was hoping it was going to be different, but five minutes in, about, I'm like, oh, it's the same yeah. thing she does every film. Well, I didn't watch Lost because Lost was too smart and elitist for me. You really should watch Lost. I know, I know. So it's one of the things I should watch. Smoke yeah. Monster, oh. Cave Bear, or whatever. I can't remember. Wasn't there a bear? Uh, yeah, I think there was a bear. But I think bear the smoke monster was the bear. Spoiler alert. There's a smoke monster. Well, the show's like how many years old? Sounds really point. scary. Ooh, yeah, smoke scary. monster. So. No, thank you. So anyway, um, I wanted to give Ed Sachinsky mm. a shout out because I thought we'd get the bingo card rolling pretty quickly. Okay. Are you upset with how woke D&D was? Was it woke? Yeah. How so? There's the scene where, um, uh, what's his name? Hugh Grant's character, Forge. Forge is like explaining like his plan and how it works. And what he says is that if you give people lots of freedom. Oh yeah. There's that moment that yeah. you can then take all of their money. From yes. Them. Yes. That's a, a great woke criticism of capitalism. 
It so was. that offended you. You're not. You, you don't want. No, no, I didn't. Don't catch want it. No. Michelle Rodriguez in your films, and you don't want the system to be questioned. I got no, it. No, it didn't offend me. It. it just it felt very. It didn't. It didn't feel organic to the. It film. Was, no, it was kind of tacked in, but it. Yes. Yeah, right, but it, you know that's how wokeness often works. Not always. Sometimes though. No. Well, yeah. Sometimes. Yes. Okay. Sometimes. So. Not always. So anti woke, and you don't want. You want to celebrate capitalism. <laughs> Too much critiquing. I'm trying to understand why you hate the film. It's a bad film. Besides the fact that you have an agenda against it's a Rodriguez. Bad film. It's not a bad film. It's poorly that's, written. That's preposterous. Okay. Preposterous. Let me let me let me Please. point out one of the many problems with the writing. Okay. So when we get the flashback to Zaz Tam's like big evil plan. Who's Zaz Tam? That's the 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 demon the, behind the demon. or the, like the wizard behind yeah, the, the scenes. Yes, exactly. Okay. Got so it. we go to his plan. Yes. We see him, you know, do the whole, you know. I can't, the, By the way, the, people the, listening to the podcast descending can't see of you death, shaking your hands his, about whatever his spell to is. Explain what you're doing. We are yes. told. Yes, we are told that anyone who sees the spell, yeah, dies. And we are. Are we told that? Yes, that's what they I, say. They say I that, when he, okay. it, he says anyone who sees the spell dies. Okay. And then when we see all the people running away, we see the rest of the wizards there, like with a giant force shield. So they should For, die because they've seen it. Yes, they're all trapped. So explain to me how the paladin character that was there and saw the spell and was with the crowd running towards the force shield survived. He, there's no way he could live. He's a paladin. But that's what, what does that mean? What does that they mean? They have special skills. Of, of not, wriggling of out through, of tight situations. Of I'm sure Zach will back fields? me up. Yeah, like, yeah. No, that was... Like, like a paladin would, would find like, a way, right, Zach? This is why we needed Rich on the show. He probably could explain. But yeah, I'm just I like, this makes no a sense. Pal- a cleric, <laughs> like, maybe... Yeah, but I'm just like, there's yeah. no way. I'm like, he should be dead. So, he saw the spell, and he should be behind the force field with everyone else. Here's what's wrong with you. I want logical consistency in my movie. Yes, you. This is this is a movie. I I I, I shouldn't put it in these terms because you're going to get really upset. Mm. You need to think of it in a Bay style kind of film, where you're supposed to let go of that stuff and immerse yourself in the vibe of the film. This is a film that you feel, not one that you reason. You can't see me vomiting in my <laughs> that, mouth right now. That was a lot of silence. <laughs> I'm just going to say. Because I'm busy vomiting in my mouth. Rarely do I say something that, that leads this, both of you to just look at me like, is a, what the hell are you talking about? That this is a film you feel, not reason. Yeah. You can't reason with it. It's wizards and warlocks. Of all the, I'll say crud, that you have said yeah. on this show, that might be... But, this, the worst thing you have ever no, said. No, this is a, it's a movie that like you go and you just enjoy. And like, I you want immerse it to. yourself in a ridiculous But the horrible writing prevented me from doing that. No, no, the, the writing releases is, you into it. It's a, no. To me, it mimics like any D&D game where you have like a, a like a, a dungeon master. Mm-hmm. You know, and like they got parts of the story they tell well and some that like are a little contradictory and it it's it, it captures the vibe of the game. That I'm was not actually about that. Like the I, next thing I was gonna say. I kind of wish I mean, number one, I'll I'll, yeah. I'll credit you that in that the narrative they got of, a credit. the narrative of the film did feel <laughs> at times like a campaign and that yeah. they they're literally going from like quest yeah. to quest, well, MacGuffin that, to MacGuffin to MacGuffin, and kinda seemed to be making it up as it went along. That was my next point. Was it it felt it felt to me like a Dungeons and Dragons game, it did. But I like wish you could see the segments that you would play, and then you would yes. leave, and you would I come wish back and you'd do the next one. They had steered into kind of that aspect of the film more, because that was one of the things. Is is that okay? You know, like they go through and, and you know, like the character types, 
Right. You know, number one, none of them are thieves. Like, they're all something else okay. than, than thieves. So I don't you, really understand you, the honor among you, thieves. You have got to be kidding but in terms this is, of this is... but in terms of the character types like what is what <laughs> oh is for what is forge's character just type? look at zach's face for a minute what is forge's character type just look at his face. what is forge's character i don't know type? he's supposed to be a rogue which they never mention in the film I, d- I don't care like they're all supposed to be types I don't care are you telling me that you are gonna say this film is terrible because it's called honor among thieves yet none of them are classed as a thief yes yes i'm gonna say that because i just did that is a level. It just of really bo- like there's no thieves. thinking. None of I them just... are thieves. You're so upset. I am. It just it I, really I... again the, the 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 logic of this film. Like I said, as the more You're I got thinking for about it, logic in D and D. Not even logic. I'm just looking for something. Well, you just called it logic. Sense. Yeah, like the the the. I mean, again, the type of character you are is profoundly yeah. relevant to the game. The type of people these characters characters were made no difference. We went on an adventure and people with different character types did different things. Yeah, it just made no, like there was no difference. So, so between... you see all thieves as the same. As thieves, yes, I do see thieves as thieves. Right, but they're all the same. No, they're just all thieves. So but yeah, I just I found. Can you I, be yeah. a paladin and a thief, or no? No, you can't. That, that Why not? Because the rule book says like you're one or the other. Yeah, that, paladins are inherently good. That has to do with alignment more than anything. Because I was going to say alignment, chaotic, chaotic alignment good. Yeah, see, we don't yes, need... it's your character yeah. type. Because oh, you can be oh, a paladin who's a, like, are it's yeah, your alignment. Zach is is 100 percent right. I know, and he is. I think He's you're using a baby voice is definitely revealing that Zach won that part. Yeah, give him that. Okay, all right. So me, but your alignment is what matters. <laughs> and, <laughs> you're doing the comic book voice, which is always like the comic book guy voice is a classic. On it is a cl- it is a classic. Um, excuse me, excuse me, but that is actually has more to do with alignment than with yeah. uh, character class. I, I believe the first time that you broke that out on the show was for Wolverine. Yes. Um, excuse me, excuse me. I believe Wolverine, without his healing power, should have died from the adamantium poisoning. Yes. I hope somebody got fired because of that. <laughs> that was actually that was. That was a legitimate, a legitimate point. The other thing I liked was I felt. Uh, like, excuse I, me, excuse me. All of my points are legitimate. <laughs> In your mind, um, I like the way it leaned into without overdoing it, like the way the game works: spells, weapons, character types, a hither thither staff. Man, I'd like to have a hither thither staff. It reminds me of the game Portal, which was a classic game. Yeah. Although I, I would gonna ask you, but I won't now. You can ask me to walk me through the heist scene where they put the treasure in instead of pulling it out of the carriage well they weren't there was a lot of like hither thither well they weren't trying to get the treasure they were trying to get themselves in the thing right they, they, they were to... trying to get the portal into the treasure so room. they were they were importing treasure into the carriage no they were just putting the one picture into the carriage right that was the treasure okay yeah, I just want to make had, sure that had they the weren't putting anything. When you say treasure, I think of more right. than just the one that picture. had the portal on it. Yes, right. Yes, so that they could then get in, correct, and do the heist. I yes. love that they had all these ways to solve it, and they all failed. But anyway, yeah. Back to the point. I, it was very hard to follow the portals. It was a little bit conf- well, how they it were, was a little bit confusing in terms of it. It seemed like in watching them, like there's an easier way. But to that, do well, the, the other thing too, of was, it was they they made it ridiculous. I mean, the other thing too is it's is that why didn't the tiefling character once she got into the 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 thing? Why didn't she just turn into a fly and hang out on the treasure, and then get into the room where she wanted where they wanted to go? Well, that would have been an easier solution. Yeah. But have you ever played D anD? have you ever played D anD? I have. The game functions best 
when you don't take the simple solutions, no, you create no, huge no, like mousetrap no. solutions no. to small problems. That's not when that's the, when game, the game works. That's not when the game functions best. That's when you think the game. So that edge in your voice. Best. Would you say it's just a little PTSD? Well, no, because the the TSD is happening right now, so it's not post. <laughs> it's current. It's CTSD. It's current traumatic stress disorder. Because you're just you're just being you. There's something about you and Dungeons and Dragons that just doesn't fit. And you love games. I do love games, but yeah, but just you don't, the, the role you playing don't, game is you not. Don't love Dungeons and Dragons, and I think you brought yeah. you brought a little bias against the game and against Michelle Rodriguez into the studio today, which is okay. It's your bias. Own it. Mm-hmm. Did you find that the, the the universe was pretty accessible? No. Like, that you didn't have to know a lot to enjoy You have it? to know everything. Oh, my God. I, I didn't know any of it. I enjoyed oh. it entirely. No, like literally then there's that early scene where they find the piece of paper and Chris Pine's character, sa- character says that, oh, Forge is Lord of Neverwinter. And I'm like, am I supposed to know what that is? Like, I don't know what that is. You don't need to know what it is. Yeah, you do, because you everything don't. they reference, it, this don't. film was so full of it's Easter just a, eggs, it's just a, and you had to know the Easter eggs to understand the film. Oh, I got to be honest, for for a particular person on this podcast to be complaining about Can Easter I just eggs point out, and accessibility is the height listen, of hypocrisy. Listen, listen, listen. Like, such hypocrisy. I'm going to read a part of my notes Pot here. kettle. I might also be forced to admit that Alan has a point about how not knowing the various references might make a film full of them not really work for someone. Touche, Touche. No. We have... This is literally like the snake swallowing its own tail. It's like... Its own rabbit hole? Yeah, every... Every time, yeah, no, like I, every I, time one of there us There were wins, several the, moments, yeah, like watching this film, I think I'm like, beautiful. I now understand why how Alan feels... So I will say Marvel does a better job of it, but this movie, like mm, so much no, of it, they don't, they don't. So much. I, I, I did a, I did a look. You know, a nerd. The, the explanation of Neverwinter, the explanation of Zaz Tam, like yeah. like you mentioned, he shows up at this shadowy guy in the background, yeah. and he's like the real power behind what's going yeah. on, and never shows up in the film again. He doesn't need to. It's about Sophia, spo- but he's supposed to be the he's set up at the well, big secret. She's bad obviously guy. hijacking. Is she? Yeah, I didn't think she was hijacking. I thought she was just doing his bidding. Well, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't care. Oh, but the writing in this movie is fine. I I'm not sure who the big bad Zach, is. Zach, did the I say the, mo- the writing was fine? Yes. Or did I say the writing doesn't matter? Um, excuse me. Excuse me. No, excuse me. I said that it was about the feeling. Yeah, and the feeling is not that the this intellect. writing sucks in this feeling. It's, it's, it's not a well... You wealth. missed the whole vibe. No, I you do not. Just, you don't like fun. I do like fun. You like fun on your own terms. I like... Well, you like Everyone fun likes superhero. fun on their own terms. I think he likes the structure of... Oh, somebody fun. loves structure. <laughs> Zach, I'm just gonna point out I'm uncomfortable with Alan psychoanalyzing me on this show. Let's not let's not open that door to uh, others. You got it. <laughs> just ignore that entire comment. So but yeah, no, it's like there's. No, I, I, so I did understand. To your point, I thought you could watch it and not know Nevermore or whatever. The but see, this is me. Still, like one of the things right, I really no, you, like you're is you're a world is, builder. I, exactly, and the right. world building. There's no world built. See, but if you don't know all the obscure here's references, the thing. one of the things I most loved about it mm-hmm. was that I didn't have to build a world. Yeah, see, I, I didn't I, have to, and it was it was, and I don't I don't say this to insult you. It was a relief to watch a film that I didn't have to come to this podcast. And try to like bluff my way through understanding the intricacies of the world. 
Like the Marvel universe, it's too dense. But for we're me. not even talking like, about the inter- dense We're for talking me. about like ba- like I have no idea where things are happening in relation to each other in this film. So you want a map? Yeah. Like, the movie. <laughs> I want a sense of where things happen in the world. Like they're going all over the place. I'm like, I have no idea where these things are. Okay, so when they and go apparently to, when you can be a nowhere. paladin and a Thean and a, like I'm so confused. Oh, you can take different levels and different. I know, but they they, kept, they multicast. They referred to people as Thans and as other things, and then ultimately they're just, the same thing. You, like what? the Red Wizards are also Thans. I'm like, wait a minute. What you call yourself, both an English professor and a member of the Lego VIP club. You can be more than one thing in your life. You can, but you have to clear those things were not clear in the film. They don't have to be clear. In they the have film. to be clear. <laughs> I don't they have to be Claire in the bell. I also let red wizards go by. <laughs> I didn't even know I said that. So, all right. So, here's what I... So, while we're talking about MCU, here's why I think I liked it better than the recent MCU stuff, which I did. Like, I would not say... I want to be clear. Mm-hmm. This is not a great film. It's not even a good film. It's, But it's a perfectly fine film. No. It's better than Ant-Man. No. And it's better than Shazam. I'll probably give you that. And here's why. I think I liked it so much because it wasn't weighed down by so much backstory and so much world building, and it didn't have to carry so much. Like, every Marvel film is so freighted with, like, what it has to carry. Like, this is, like, you were talking about standalone films, right? Mm-hmm. This one, like, kind of works. I'm, I See, was for glad, me, it doesn't. I was glad I didn't have to stay for, a, like, a, a post-credit scene. There was a post-credit scene. I know, but it was going to make me go, oh! <gasps> Oh my God! Like it's Thanos, or no, it's or it's it's like a that. bunch. Of, it's a stadium full of Kangs. No, it wasn't like, that. I do you want to know what it is? Well, I think I might have seen it, but I don't remember. Oh, okay. What was it? It's the the corpse that didn't get his last question. Oh, that's it's like. But it was so it was a post credit. It was just a joke. Yeah, right. Mid credits. Yeah, it, like not meant to carry anything. Correct. And I I just felt, and I think I liked the film more than I should have in part. Yeah. Because it felt liberating that I could sit down and watch something that wasn't a vehicle mm-hmm. carrying something forward, especially like. Like, it's a huge problem for the second-tier stuff in Marvel and then the third-tier Disney+. Theard. Plus. Thank you. Third-tier. No, that's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. I wasn't speaking clearly. Mm-hmm. So, Theard. But, or the fourth-tier ABC Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff. Like, I, I didn't have to worry about any of that. You know what I could do? I could go to, go to the movie theater for a movie that, by the way, ran too long. We can talk about that. Like, yeah. it, was, it was too long with too many twists at the end that weren't twists. But the writing's fine. You don't have any oh, don't problem with that's what happens with Ant Man. Don't even get me started with the, right. the bad twist at the end. If it's Ant Man, you're like, well, that you know, it's it's perfically fine. It's, I was critical of Ant Man. The ending? Did you hear how high your voice went on that? I was critical of Ant Man. <laughs> Sounds a little, a little defensive, but I, I, I liked it, and I yeah, hope. See, no, I, 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 I would go see another D and D film. But I don't want them to build a universe. Oh, they're totally going to build a universe. Yeah, that I think I will increasingly lose interest in. So, but yeah, I just, so, so no, I totally, I totally understand that. Your my approach to movie, I watching. totally understand that. My problem with it, because I agree, I yeah. thought this was a great opportunity for a standalone film, just. But fun. you feel like it didn't execute. But the film did not do enough to, for me, to make sense of the world that we were in, unless you know all of the Dungeons and Dragons lore behind a lot of the references. Okay, I think that's a potato potato kind of situation. I don't think it's a potato potato situation. You think it's more of a French fry? Because yeah, they're not that far for them, removed yeah. from each other. So, um, was that really Bradley Cooper in the film? Yes, it was. That was. Such a weird. That was such a waste of a scene. I don't even understand like the point of that scene. Talking about a movie that's too long, they could have taken that scene out. They could and have been fine. I, I, I don't disagree. Except we needed to get the walking stick. Well, and you and you want the backstory. I didn't like, really. do, do you want Holgar's Holga Holgar? What's her name? Oh, it's it's. I think it's Holga. 
I've got it. That's a good uh, question. It might be Holga. Yeah. Holga Kilgore. Yeah. That's right. It's like, Kilgore. That's so the you do, but like you said, you wanted the backstory and you wanted all the information and you no, wanted I don't to flesh want, no, no, out no, these me, characters. No. Well, there were learning all about Holga. I have said nothing about fleshing out the characters. I said fleshing the world out. Well, this is the world. It's like a no. world of tall women and short men. Yeah. Do you need Which, to learn about that? No, that, that was completely irrelevant. So you must have liked that they brought in the 80s cartoon characters. No? That I is, wanted to. That is the most Hamilton thing it ever. Is. It is. It, it is, is literally the moment where I sat in the theater and I thought to myself, Patrick will at least like that. I wanted There's to like it. There's the 80s cartoon D&D guys right I there. I did in the want maze. to. My problem with it. Man, you just, you, this movie had is, no chance with you. Let's be that's honest. That's not true. No. like, in all honesty, when I went to Ant-Man. No. Ant-Man didn't I'm have a much a, more open-minded person than you. Um, generally speaking. Would you say that's true? Yes. Well, let's talk about the last three films we've seen. Okay. Out of them, how many of you have you not liked? Two. Mm-hmm. How many have I liked? Two. Mm-hmm. So I haven't liked one. So, so you like more. I'm, yes, and I'm well, more open-minded than you. That's a very small sample. Like, you know, I just watched M. Okay. Uh, how and open-minded I really liked are you? it. I thought how, it was great. Uh, how open-minded are you to watching the second season and third season of Mandalorian? That I've given up. Seasons eight and nine of Flash. Well, that's for the quiz. Uh-huh. Well, I'm allowed to occasionally not like something. Mm-hmm. I don't go into things with an agenda. I watched seven seasons of The Flash, which, by the way, you, was six and a half okay, seasons number too one, many. You, six and a half seasons too many on that show. Clearly you clearly had an agenda. I'm going to like this movie because that way I can I can make I fun did, of the MCU. I did not know that you were not going to like this movie. Yep, no, you clearly... You clearly I'm not, I'm not making clear, fun of the MCU. I'm, I think you are. I am lodging a legitimate critique of the MCU. And I am lodging is, a legitimate is, critique of it this is so cruddy, cruddy movie. It is so its own business that it's, it's really complicated. No, that's it's fair. It's a lot of work. That's fair. Whereas Chris Pine in this movie, this is like the perfect Chris Pine vehicle. It is. You but say I don't like Chris Pine. You don't like Chris Pine. But I, I lit. I did not like him as Steve Trevor, and I realized why. You all didn't the really like him in Star Trek Beyond either. That is not true. I think that's you true. You conflate my dislike of the scene where he was on the motorcycle. Yes. And they turned it into like a projector machine that made it look like he was on eighteen different motorcycles. Mm-hmm. That was a stupid scene. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean Chris Pine was bad in the movie. Uh, you, just, you don't like Chris Pine. You, you, it's you. If this was an SAT you. exam, you to Chris Pine is like me to Michelle Rodriguez. No, not true. 100%. Not true. Yep. Zach and I, last week, we talked about Chris Pine and we talked about Into the Woods and we talked about how great the song Agony That's is. That's because you like Into the Woods. That's not because you like Chris Pine. I said Chris Pine was great in it. That's because it's Into the Woods. See, you have an excuse for everything. I do. Yes, this is what I but do. But they're not Yeah, it is what you do. But <laughs> I think I think the reason I didn't I I was especially offended by him as Steve Trevor mm-hmm. is because he does have a charm. Like when mm-hmm. he's on screen, he's got like a kind of charm yeah, that should He's very charming ne- to Steve right, Trevor. It should And that's the problem. Steve Trevor should never be charming. Steve Trevor is the problem in Wonder Woman, not the solution. You like charming misogyny, is what I hear you saying. Whoa! We did misogyny. Thank Steve, you, Zach. Steve Trevor is the misogyny. How is he the misogyny? Because throughout most of Wonder Woman's career, she was the superhero, and yet subordinated to him, and always chasing after him, but and always pining after him. You're so, you're complaining about what went on in the comic in the yeah. film, and the film yeah. doesn't do that. It's canon. Right, isn't it all part of the same thing? No, the films are different from the comics. Right, so the problem is Steve Trevor is, you might want to pretend like you can just divorce him from the history of misogyny, but you Mm -hmm. can't. 
but it's okay. Like if if charming misogyny, sure, I'm going to hold that you support. I'm going to hold a film it. made by completely different people to the to the standards of the stuff that was also made by completely different people decades before. Right, because Steve Trevor doesn't have any cultural history that he brings to a film like this. You could just cut it off and start over again, right? I think that's what you argued in your book, All New, All Different. Like you can just cut off the racism of the past and start a new one, and it's no problem. I don't know why you're saying. It. It's literally, my book. It's literally. I'm pretty sure it's Alan Austin and some colleagues' book, as I've read recently. But all I'm saying is, I feel as if our book argues something different, that these characters bring baggage with them, even if you don't want them to, and even if you see yourself as just rewriting them. So I think All New, All Different wins this argument. Well, but in the comics, You're yeah. You're not going to argue against our book. I'm not arguing against our book. I'm Please arguing against your jaundiced version of our book. <laughs> Which, by the way, people should go buy. Available at bookstores and dealers everywhere. Right. You should. You shouldn't decide based on what we're saying. Yeah. You no. Read the book and decide. Read the book and decide which of us is which right. Which one of us? <laughs> but I think I was offended that he brought his charm to Steve Trevor because Steve Trevor is a character that I do not. So like. what you're saying is I don't you like have, him. You have uh, STTSD. Yes. Steve Trevor traumatic stress disorder. Yes. Yeah. You're bringing all of your. Thank I, you. Yeah. I will live with that. Yeah. Absolutely. Excellent. Absolutely. Excellent. I can acknowledge who I am. Excellent. All right. I have a criticism. Oh, okay. The movie runs too long, and it doesn't end well. Like, the fight scene at the end is the same Marvel problem. Well, the fight scene, well, that, and it was entirely predictable, because I was like, Of course it was. Because I was like, number one, the little girl's invisible pendant. The moment that showed up, I'm like, at the beginning, I'm like, well, that's going to be important I thought she was going to stab Sofina at the end. I didn't imagine the magical bracelet. Here's what I thought. I mean, because the other thing I figured, I was like, okay, somebody's dying that he's going to use the resurrection thing on. Right. I thought it was going to be Sophia, because I thought she was going to try to stab her with the invisible pendant, and she was, the the, Sofina was going to see through it. Right and stab her and stab the daughter, um, but I was like, yeah, someone someone's dying. Right, um, and he's going to resurrect that person. Clear. So right, and as soon as you know, there's the moment in the middle where they're like, you can't hunt things down. You need to let them go. Like, okay, like he's got to let his wife go. Like yeah. yeah, obviously. Like, but again, like but, I don't know. And that was this another, film that, is not going to show up at the Oscars, right? Correct. We and agree. that was another. So that, and that was another moment. So you know, <laughs> agree. That that was another moment of. Yeah. Um, the bad writing in the film um, was the recurring bit with the dragonfly. Right. Because we, you know, there's obviously the scene of where, you know, the flashback to his wife, try, they're trying to catch the dragonfly, and she tells yeah. him, you know, you gotta let go and we'll let the dragonfly go out. Yeah. Totally understand, totally fine. Except for the fact that the dragonfly appears earlier than that, and there's like a long lingering shot on it. I'm like, well, clearly the dragonfly is important. I might like to know why we're spending so much time with it. And yeah. then we get that. It's almost like we can't do this scene too early because then it makes all of the other dragonfly scenes very heavy-handed. Right. So we're going to do it in the middle but still be heavy-handed. So now it's going to be heavy-handed and confuse I, our it audience. It sounds to me like you have an anti-dragonfly agenda. No, I like dragonflies. I hate bad dragonflies. Wait, wait. You like dragonflies? Yeah. What, what with a dragonfly? What, what, well, I just, it's like, you like them? They're pretty. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I appreciate them on an aesthetic level. Okay. All right. Fair so, enough. but that that was another another moment of 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 the bad. Also, you're telling me no one could recognize that Sofina was a red wizard with the same exact physical look as every other one because her robe is blue. Yeah, the red wizards wear red. That's good writing. <laughs> that, if she was wearing blue, what? you'd be like, she's... "No, come on, yeah. come on." If she were on. red, you'd be like, "She's giving it away." She looks like a walking Why? corpse, like all of the can, other can red I ask wizards. You a question: Why yes. do they call them the red wizards? Because. <laughs> 
<laughs> you want logical consistency. I would. No, that's not even asking for logical consistency. <laughs> You're giving me a cramp. I'm that's laughing just, so much. That's just, yeah, it's just, oh, it's so bad. You really hated this movie. I did. I, you, you know, know what? It's really interesting to be on this side of the conversation because with the MCU lately, I've been pretty unhappy and you've loved it. So I'm Okay, that, that is being... not fair. I have not loved it. We both shot down Wakanda forever. We both That's shot true. down Love and Thunder. Yeah, but you liked Ant-Man. I did. I, well, I mean, I liked Ugh. it on one level, but I also criticized its racism and colonialism. Well, so, Oh, good. Bingo card. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Representation. <laughs> Racism, colonialism. Yes. Woke. Yeah. Anti-capitalism. Yeah, we, so. I think we've done well today. Yeah, no, I don't mean that. Like, I'm overstating. But, yeah. like, generally you like the movie more and I like the movie less. It's fun liking a movie more. Yeah. Well, that's because you, you... Maybe I need to pick more movies that we talk about on the show. Oh, God. What? That's just... What would, what would that be? Like, oh, you're going to make me go see the Beast Wars movie, aren't you? Where Transformers, Rise of the Beasts. It didn't look that good. Like, I saw the trailer. I'm like, sorry. There was a trailer? I'm sorry. Yeah. That stopped you before with the Transformers movies? Michael Bay has never made a Transformer. <laughs> not, a single, not a single frame that doesn't look good. The guy's a genius with Transformers, not with anything else. I am not standing up for Michael Bay in terms of it's anything actually, but Transformers. Actually, it's almost the opposite of that. He's better with almost everything else but the it's Transformers franchise. That, that, is, that, is, that is so wrong. I don't even know how to, no. to counter it. Yeah, okay. It's like, up is down. Okay, yes. Patrick, you yes. say so. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's such a bad movie. <laughs> My stomach hurts. So, yeah, but we're going to have to go see The Rise of the Beasts. Wait a minute. New York Post. This is mm-hmm. what the New York Post had to say about this terrible movie. Okay. Fair or foul? Mm, foul. <laughs> You're right, but let me... <laughs> Honor Among Thieves is a useful reminder of something that's been forgotten in the age of dense film universes and ultra-violent action films. Mm-hmm. What's that? Lighthearted adventure movies like The Princess Bride remain the perfect vehicle for humor, romance, fights, and special effects. Uh, that's fair about The Princess Bride. When done... Have you seen The Princess Bride? No. Better right. than this. Can you film, imagine though? he does this podcast, Zach? He's never you seen the Princess Bride. Never seen the Princess Bride. Never seen the Princess Bride. Oh my gosh! All right, yeah, that's pretty bad. One done. But properly, I have seen this movie. One done properly as Dungeons and Dragons is. Oh, they give audiences a full-bodied experience that's hard not to like. Oh, yeah, that's foul. <laughs> I've got one for you. All right, give it to me. This is Bob Chipman from Movie Bob Central. You're making that up. Movie Bob Central? I am not. How many, like, how many, it's got to be the size of this podcast. I don't know. I just, I, I, yeah. Movie Bob Central. So here's his description of the Dungeons and Dragons movie. All right. Guardians of the Galaxy meets Games of Thrones gets the job done. Wow. (laughs) That's his description. Um, I can see how he would, like, pull from the Guardians kind of the, the charming vibe of Chris Pine. Mm. Game of Thrones is a, it's a, that's big. a big. I mean, there were a couple of beheadings. Yeah, but 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 in a very PG. Oh yeah, because we live in America, so like it's just yeah. a beheading. Oh, it's still PG. Like yeah. it's good. Like it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I think Game of Thrones is is the wrong. Like yeah. I could see mixing Guardians in. Mm-hmm. Like because Chris Pratt, Chris Pine, like they're kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. In these movies, but I don't think Game of Thrones no. is the, the other it's, end. Yeah, that's it. That was, yeah. that's, yeah. All right, here's one for you from Wired. Okay. Just the title I thought you would love. Oh, great. The new Dungeons & Dragons movie plays like your best D&D game. Well, that's true, because my best D&D <laughs> games kind of suck, so. 
Oh, we never got to why I didn't like the you original really... Dungeons & Dragons cartoon character showing oh, that's up. that's right. You really hated that game of Dungeons & Dragons, didn't you? I didn't hate it, but I'm just not good at it. Remember how long you sat just at a picnic bench reading a book? It's because you were knocking down the library. Go on. Go but on. yeah, I, I wanted to like that moment, but... Yeah. I didn't like the way the characters were depicted. Like, okay. their, their costumes were too much like the cartoon... As opposed to being kind of like like the cartoon, but fitting into the world of the movie. Interesting. I liked how they felt like they didn't quite fit in. Like yeah, they almost come from a different multiverse. And then and, and then it felt like there was. And then I I just didn't like that we kept coming back to them. Yeah, once would have been enough. Yeah, like we all yeah. we needed was the shot in the background that was playing. The fact that they kind of kept going with it, I was like, yeah, no, we we get it, and you're not doing anything with them. But yeah, I just I didn't I didn't think it it didn't work as well as it should have for me. Oh, I'm sorry. So anyway, it, did this did play like your best D and D game? Yes. In that my DVD, D&D games are awful, yes. Miserable. Okay, so they continue. In this vein, Honor Among Thieves almost could have gone even more meta than it did. I would have liked that. But it's probably wise that it didn't. I, you got to quit interrupting the, no, I don't. the, the ferret foul. No, I don't. Pop culture is already so layered with responses to anticipated analysis, it's refreshing to see a movie reveling in the simplicity of an exciting adventure. Yeah. I'm sorry, is that fair or foul? Or I'm, not just, sure. eh. I'm not sure what that is. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't find it to be, you did find it to be a movie reveling in the simplicity of an exciting adventure? No. No, that part's, did that it, part's Did it revel for you? No. Was it simple? No. Was it exciting? No. Okay. All right, so that would be a foul. Foul, yeah. All right. Yeah. I've only got one more for you. Oh, I've got a couple more. Okay. So G. Allen Johnson of the San Francisco Chronicle. G. Allen. I do generally agree with Allen. It's not spelled the right way, though. Yeah, he's wrong then. Foul. Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Feels like the filmmakers asked Chat GPT, uh, <laughs> write a Marvel movie except with Dungeons and Dragons characters. Seconds later, this spit out. Well, if you think that Chat GPT could write a better movie than Ant-Man Quantumania, it's no. fair. Because this it, is better than Ant-Man it's Quantumania. Not. No, it's not. It is. No. It is. No. It is. No. It is. No. It's, it's, it's it fundamentally is not. It's fundamentally better in no. almost every way. That is ridiculous. Ant-Man has almost nothing to offer. Ant-Man offers a lot. Like what? An Thank actually you. coherent script. <laughs> is it coherent, though? Yes. There's a lot of nonsense in that, too. But you can have nonsense and still have it be coherent. All right, let me try this one on you. This is okay. from, You know how I always like to go to reviews and then just take the first Google review and mm-hmm. I bring it no matter what it says. Mm-hmm. All right, this is from Nicholas Hooley. Okay. On Google. Um, he calls it a, a masterpiece of fantasy. There are rare moments in cinema <laughs> when the film manages to capti- captivate and enthrall audiences. Mm. And Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, does just that. Yeah. <sighs> As a diehard D&D fan, I was blown away by the exceptional job the film did in creating an immersive world that would appeal to both newcomers and devoted enthusiasts. Yeah, see, that's the problem, is I think the film film mostly appeals to D&D aficionados, because there's a lot of the logic of the film that depends on you knowing all of the history of Zastam, all of the history but of Neverwinter and all of these. I don't know things. that. I don't know that. I know. And I'm not an expert, and I totally enjoyed it. So but you, Nicholas but does yes. seem to say it appealed to him. He's a and d at iHeart. Mm-hmm. And me. I'm yes. a neophyte. And it didn't appeal to me, and I am also a neophyte. Well, you sort of brought... Don't stop saying that I brought some kind of baggage to this film. Do I you, wanted to like enjoy Michelle it. Rodriguez? I don't like Michelle Have Rodriguez. Have you ever seen her anything you liked? I liked Lost. 
No, do you ever see? Do you, do you ever like her on something you saw? No, because she's always the same. Right. Just saying. It's why she and Vin Maybe Diesel are sort of hates. are perfectly paired up in the in the Fast Five movie because he's he's hates. got slightly less range than her. Do you think you're the one that hates Chris Pine? It's no, that's me. pretty clearly established. It's you. I don't think so. I like Chris Pine just fine. I just celebrated yeah, Chris rhymed. Pine's. I just celebrated Chris Pine's most recent film. Did you though? Yeah, it's it's a perfectly yeah. fine movie. No, I haven't done Letterbox yet because I don't know if you're snooping or not. What's Letterboxed? You ask this every week. Yeah, I know. I keep it's forgetting. the film website, like where you right. can log the films you watch. Oh, okay. You were upset because I was watching like old Fritz Long films. It made you very mad. I don't remember being mad. Oh, you were definitely upset. Oh, it's because I you watched did... Metropolis. You go, oh, Metropolis. Yeah, well, you could have watched Mandalorian. Yeah, I could have. You can't talk about Metropolis on the show. We could. I'd have to watch it. Exactly. <laughs> such a brilliant, such a brilliant, brilliant movie. But, but, um, so yeah, like you can read my reviews, but I mm. didn't put it up yet. I think this is like a, like a three star movie. Like oh, Ant- come on. Out of five? No. Like three is like average. No, this is a yeah. two. No, that's Ant-Man was a two. No, Shazam this is a was two. a two. I did like uh, Justice Smith's character. I liked really? Simon. Yeah. I liked Simon. Mm. Why? He at least had a little bit of charisma and charm to him as opposed to like I feel like the moment when he showed up I was like okay the movie's getting better. Huh. Cuz I just I did not buy the 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 Why do you think his character spoke to you so much? I don't know. He just did. Just did. So, but yeah, like I just I did not find the whole Pine or Edgen and and Holga relationship like I didn't find that I, I thought it was compelling fine. at all. But I, I thought didn't... Chris Pine was really good. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like he's having to work really hard. Simon was good. Well, mm-hmm. Holga would make you work hard. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the shapeshifter Tiefling was was maybe not the most dynamic character. Yeah, I mean, I, she's maybe a little undercooked, but yeah. And then there was a kid in it, which is always a demerit for me too. But, but it's not a really young kid. This is like a three star movie. It's not Two. great. It's it's but it's it's perfect. This is this is we have finally found a movie that's perfectly fine. Right, which you, people best... should go see it. Like it's fun. I don't know, but I don't know. I it's can't a romp. Re- I it's can't really romp. tell people to go it's a see fun this. Romp. I didn't see. Yeah, I just. It I won't didn't... make you sigh out loud like Quantumania will. It made me sigh. It made oh me sigh God. out loud. No, did it? Yeah, it did. did it you, did. Did you groan? I do a lot of groaning at MCU. I did like groan. That. Yeah, I did groan a little bit. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I guess we're just incompatible. Yeah, on this. it was just not. Yeah, it just was not. It was just not a good. What's there to be said? I think Zach should go see it, and be the tiebreaker. Zach seems like a D&D guy, so it would be a different point of view. Well, yeah, he, you know. Zach? I mean, I'd see it. Um, I recommend it. I'd go to it. I do not. I, I think at the point that you're at, like, you're not a complete novice when it comes to D- D&D. Oh, I'm very much a novice. Well, you know a little bit, so that makes little. you mad because you want to know more. Like, for the MCU, you, you know all the backstory. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right about the MCU. Well, I the MCU, you know all the backstory. So then in, in the movies, you get pick up on the Easter eggs. So now that yeah. you know that there are Easter eggs in D&D, you're mad because you don't get them. And I don't care, and I don't care and you for don't care, Easter eggs, which so is I don't why want D&D. them in Marvel. So I but see, the, but see, movie. the difference is that you can watch a Marvel movie and not get the Easter eggs and still enjoy it as a movie. And you can do that with the D and D. See, I couldn't, but I couldn't. But, do, I but couldn't. But do you that couldn't movie. separate it. There, you couldn't separate there the two. Lots of people have written reviews about how you can't. There's a lot. I know. I don't understand. I do not understand how critics are in love with this movie. Right. I I think that this movie that, is so fundamentally average that I, that I don't understand. I think sometimes a movie. Like catches a moment. And I don't. And I don't know what the moment is. That's but the other thing. I don't know. It's either. clearly caught a moment. I maybe. I think you don't. Don't throw anything at me. 
I think it's MCU fatigue. I think that for a lot of people, this is a movie you can go to see and you don't have to have watched 35 films and eight Disney series Mm -hmm. and ABC's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You You don't have to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, that's true. I don't know why you (laughs) keep bringing that up. I know, just because it was No one ever had to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But you you do know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like the MCU thing is so dense to like, to to go to see Ant-Man. Like there's just yeah, so but there. I mean, for me, there's but there's a. I'm not sure the movie carries. There's a it. density in this film for me that keeps it from actually having a decent story. There's too much of the story that depends on you knowing the but things coming I from that. I disagree with. I think the story functions in a very basic way yeah, without the background, and the background enriches it. It's like it's like a yes. Marvel movie for you. All the background and Easter eggs enrich. Yeah, it didn't really enrich for me. I think it's because well, you, you don't know, know Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah. But I can but recognize them as do your But, but you're the person who wants to know. Like you want to be in the know. I don't know that I want to be in the know, but just don't felt like know? it. Just feels like so much of what I found unsatisfying about the world building in the film is because yeah. they relied on so much of of people knowing. Yeah, I I feel like the background, and I'm like that's not that's not good world building. I feel like they weren't trying to really do that much world building, and that they had a bunch well, of Easter eggs in there for people who yeah, who would know. be interested in them, but you didn't need the world built. I don't know. You did. I think but it's I don't kind think of... I did. Well, like when they go into the Underdark and they refer to this place as the Hanging City, I'm like, this isn't a city. Like, it's barely a few rocks hanging around. Well, they live in like this weird medieval style I know, but it's world. not a city. It's literally like, a like city, more like a, it's more like a dungeon or a cavern or something. I'm like, this isn't even a city. Is, Why are me, we calling this a city? This is a really weird thing to be hung up on in a movie. Like you're what? Like understanding is, the nature of the is, world of the No, that movie? they're calling it a city and it's not a... It, and it's it not a city. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's just a weird thing to get hung up on. It, except it may, I'm like it's, looking at it, I'm like, it's a few rocks hanging from midair. Like, how is this a city? Like, it makes right. no sense. It could be that literalists will not find this movie fulfilling. I don't think I'm a literalist. Well, in this case, I think you are. Well, they called it a hanging city, and I'm like, I don't and see what any is, city. what is a city literally? What? Well, that's the point. Like, it's not a city. No, it's just a bunch of rocks. Would you say it's literally not a city? Yeah. Thank you. And they call it a city. It makes no sense. <laughs> trying to say, for God's sake. Like, there's, yeah, there, I mean, I'm sure there's a reason why it's a city or whatever, but I'm like, when, I, when it's presented in the film, I don't understand it. Who cares? Because I don't understand it. Who cares? I don't you, understand it. Who cares? I care. Well, you do. I right. can't enjoy the movie that I don't understand significant parts of the world. You think you have to know where the name Hanging City comes yeah, from? Yeah, I need that name to, to make sense. It. Just like I need it when he says, oh, Lord of Neverwinter. I'm like, I don't know what that is at this point in the film. But when they go off in a Marvel universe, like film to nowhere, it's like, well, that's easy to access. Well, first off, they actually do explain. They're like, oh, it's the floating head of a celestial. <laughs> well, then what's a celestial? Thank you. Giant cosmic space bean. And where do they why? come from? We don't need to know that. They're just there. We don't. So why don't we <laughs> well, need to know well, that? I don't understand no. it. I don't understand the like, world. Like they're literally called a celestial. What are they not well, a star? Not celestial. <laughs> just a... what's up with that? It's like a bad Seinfeld bit. Not, what's more? What's up with those? I don't know what's more offensive right now: celestials. the voice or like the physical motions that you're making. It's hurtful. I think it still had. I think it had stuff for everybody. That's why people liked it. I guess. I think it's like a real yeah, yeah, D and D game, like you yeah, guys said, right, because it, you can have a new player yeah. jump in who knows nothing about it, and there were no dice and enjoy it. But and it's also for the hardcore people who know yeah. the lore of everything that they have and, the nuggets that keep them. Yeah, see, for me, I think it, it depended too much is, on the lore for me. But we can say that for certain people, it's just not going to fit. Yeah. For other people, it's like a ninety, which is ridiculous. Thank it's you. Like, it's a perfectly fine movie. The two and a half. It's a step better. 
Mm. Uh, maybe I'll downgrade it to an F, but it's a step better mm. than Shazam. It just is. Uh, like, talk about a, a film that's loaded with all this backstory. It's probably about the same that for you me have to know. What do you have to know for Shazam? All the mythological stuff. What mythological stuff? All the stuff they're researching in the library. All the Shazam stuff. It's but all, they're... like, like in mythological stuff. Like, but you know that stuff, so it's okay. What mythological... You mean the stuff that they're researching in the library yeah, that they're finding like, out as like, we find out about like it? It's all grounded in, like, mythology. Like, it's surrounded by mythology. Yeah, but people know mythology. Like Solo Man. What? Solomon. Solomon. <laughs> Solomon. <laughs> I know it's Solomon, but that was the joke in the film, <sighs> as you will recall. I'm just saying, clearly not a film for Patrick. Yes. And literalists. Okay, see, you're... Not, not you, but other people who are... Literalists will mm-hmm. not enjoy this. <laughs> yeah, just didn't care for the film. Well, wanted I'm sorry. To, wanted sorry. to have a nice standalone adventure film. You feel like it didn't actually. I yeah, felt like didn't it work did. For me. It felt like a breath of fresh air to me. I would not go see it again. Mm-hmm. But it was a. I won't go see Ant Man again. Well, I mean, that's clear. For God's sake, or Shazam. Yeah. Even not, if it's on TNT, I'm I not even watch sure it. I've seen Shazam when it's on TV. Wow. Yeah, it says something about The first Shazam was not that bad. It's fine, yeah. It was better than Ant-Man. No. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, it's Marvel, so. I'd say Ant-Man's pick better. A pick a team. So. I'm not, I like Wonder Woman. So. That was a good movie. the first one. Yeah, the first one was good. <laughs> about the second one? Well, the second one was needed another pass through with someone yeah. else to. Yeah. It needed some work. Needed some work on that script. Definitely needed some work. We agree on that one. That one needed some writing work. Mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons were split. Yeah, I just yeah, I just well, it's, didn't... Okay. it's okay to be split, right? Well, we've been split we're, most of the time lately. We're kind of like we're we're establishing a model for all of America where we can agree mm-hmm. to disagree mm-hmm. agreeably. Mm-hmm. Mm, that last part. <laughs> so what's up for next week? We should pitch next week, right? Uh, well, we probably need to figure out what next week is before next we pitch week will it. be a surprise. Yes, you don't I, know what's coming. We, to- we don't know what we next. Know, we totally know what's coming. Though there was something that's... Oh, oh, I know what next week is. What's that? We gotta go see the next big movie coming out. What's that? Air. No, we're not doing oh, Air. Oh, come on. We? we gotta do Air. The plucky underdog oh, story of Nike. I know. Think how much you'll hate the film. Uh, I do get to bring back my favorite line, which was Air 2. Child labor. Oh, yeah. Child labor boogaloo. <laughs> That's, so yes, find out next week. It might be air with us if we're lucky. <laughs> what we're oh, talking okay. about. All right.